everybody and welcome to the technical area your weekly football manager podcast brought to you by me your host gaffer Graymo, once again as we sit here with the latest video announcement it has literally just happened to press record that football manager 21 will be hitting our laptops on its release date of november 24th 2020 I suppose the excitement is already starting to build. Eyes are beginning to turn and focus and research about potential landing spots for ourselves. As for me, I have settled. I know where I'm going. I've been teasing a little bit over the past couple of weeks with random, I know, blog posts. Regarding the dissolution and dissolved San Francisco rush now. While the story in San Francisco may be over for now. The character, the journey continues. And I suppose there will be some interesting aspects to just what I'm about to do. In Football Manager 21. As I eye up some sort of vendetta. There's a mission happening again. And one that. I know I'm going to take great enjoyment of. Please God. All going well. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. All of those superstitions away. As for Football Manager 20. I'm not done. Yet. With the November 24th release date and usually the beta dropping two weeks earlier, it means so November 10th we can possibly start FM21 action. I've just a little over a month now and I want to finish off with one season. And I'm at a bit of a crossroads. Will I go again with Bayern after the season we've just had? You can check that out in the blog post that came out today, Thursday, the 24th of September, if you're interested. Over on the Technical Areas blog, the link we found down below in the description. Or do I seek to finish by doing something new and something different? Do I walk away from Bayern Munich, a club that I strove, I suppose, over the course of this year's game, to reach a club of that level? A save that did not begin as a journeyman, but ultimately resulted in one. In becoming one, I suppose, we the more correct way of saying it. So as for my FM20 adventure, it's not over yet. But where the future lies, decisions will be made in the next 24 hours. All these blog posts that are going to slowly trickle out to my release of my, I suppose, my big reveal of where I'm going. And I suppose... It, a little bit of time spent just looking and going through this FM21 launch video. It's only right and it's only fitting considering the fact that at the time of recording, we've, we were just sitting down as the video is going viral. This video is, you know, it's getting the attention. I think Football Manager could be inundated with possibly requests, especially because the fact that we're looking at an Xbox release for the first time in a long time if i remember correctly but so what i'm going to do is the video is 30 seconds long i'm going to be watching the video 
I've already watched it. Going to kind of just do a little bit of a talking through as I watch it, and then I suppose within a couple of minutes, just you know, reflecting and musing, I suppose, before we get into the thoughts on mods in this game alone. So obviously, we're seeing the purple color scheme here at the start, quite a, a jazzy start. Kick it out, racism, of course. So very true to football manager, and like, ooh, the launch of a Hummel. Seeing the Hummel logo there is rather interesting. You'd wonder what kind of way that could work out with Football Manager 21. Now we're seeing kit logos, which some we're going to be talking about a lot. Then, of course, FMFC. So finally, recognition for the team that replaced Manager Man on the box. FM Grasshopper's logo, very similar there too. So we're getting a um, very, I suppose football kit launch but these are our colors choose yours with 10 percent off the pre-purchase now i'm considering i know a lot of people did it last year setting up a two game i don't know how to go about that and donating the proceeds from the two game release to november normally i do november every second year so i'm actually due to do it this year in 2020 but given the fact that I will be wearing a face mask, anytime I'm ever in public, anytime anything like that, I suppose my moustache could be lost. Now, if November come out moustache-based um, face masks, I might buy some, I might give some away, I might sell some. Or like, as in, just kind of, you know, buy a stock of them and send them out to people if they do want them. Like, as part of a donation. But I might try to set up a two-game and use the proceeds there. So if anyone has any experience with two-game, um, I'd really like to hear just how it went and you can you know, send me a DM, a message, or even reply to this podcast on, in any way on social media. I'm open to that. But yeah, that was an interesting video, wasn't it? Not much given away. I suppose the features will start coming out in a couple of weeks. It'll be interesting to see how they go about the... You know, these pre-release days in the last couple of years, we've seen bloggers being invited to SI's headquarters. We've seen streamers attend SI headquarters. Given the COVID situation, it'll be interesting to see how um, SI try and embrace the community, I suppose. I can 100% confirm it's not through this podcast. I have not been contacted by anybody from Sports Interactive. Other podcasts may be, I know... Last year, the five star pod guys they got you know, um, they got in early access, they got in for that alpha version, they were on, on site. Now, obviously, it'll be interesting if, if we get remote access, if community members get remote access, the bloggers, the streamers, the YouTubers, whoever it is, and of course, we'll all be watching with bated breath for any content to get released. And it could even be an in house release, as we've seen last year, the, the guys there kind of doing some. YouTube video streaming on Twitch, Miles himself even getting involved at times. It looks interesting, to say the least. A lot of emphasis placed on the kit and the logo and the team and the choose your colours. So obviously last year it was all about our choices. Your choice matters. So am I wondering what this could mean for FM21? Is FM21 going to be a game where we see increased um, number of changes in the way we would have seen in FM19 and the way kind of FM20 was kind of like just the um, you know more refined changes or was nothing kind of ground-shakingly different? I suppose that plan could have been scuppered by COVID. But looking at the game 
the kit obviously it's placing a lot of emphasis on the club, the team, choosing your colours and being a part of the fabric and fibre of a club. Is an embracing a Jurgen Klopp type of thing that when you become the manager, you really become this passionate, outbursting show of love and affection for this club and you'll fight and you'll die. You'll attend passionate press conferences just like Gennaro Gattuso maybe. I don't know. I can speculate. I like the idea of the kit at the start. The kick it out logo. And maybe like fantasy football we can design our own kit. Hummel logo there is interesting. Is there going to be a partnership? Is that down because of the partnership between Everton and football manager that you know links were made, connections were made? I don't know. Being able to customize your kits in game rather than requiring Photoshop, rather than requiring kit packs. Could it be be getting built in mods for FM twenty one? Could that be? It's a case of you know a very simple way of adding and building and refining the game this year. Could we be seeing some refinements on the graphics of the match engine? Could we be seeing animations going into a match situation? A la FIFA, a la PES. Those little the badge flashes up just before the teams walk out. Like a bit like a television broadcast, maybe, I don't know. There was of course the commentary throughout. I would be very surprised and shocked if we got audio commentary. Because I know myself when it comes to the likes of FIFA, audio commentary takes up a huge file. Audio commentary must come in multiple languages. And audio commentary is very, very refined to very stock phrases. And I don't think anyone who plays FIFA can get through the number of matches we can get through in Football Manager. Anyone who plays Pairs can get through the number of matches we do in Football Manager. And I suppose, I know myself, back when I played FIFA, I turned off. I, I didn't put the volume... The mute, I didn't mute the television, I put the volume down to 1 because I just didn't want the mute button taking up those pixels on the screen that I needed. So maybe, like, I think I don't th- I think adding commentary in would be a waste. But what does excite me is the fact that Football Manager 21 is coming out in November. And I think that's fantastic by SI. Absolutely. The turnaround is phenomenal. A month later, because of a delay that Lockdown calls because of season delay. For them to be on the ball like this, I'm very, very, very happy with. I could even be more interested in seeing FM21 develop into something. Possibly, could be the start of something different. If the game doesn't incrementally change. And that we're kind of getting like that, the iPhone XS type of thing. The S version of Football Manager. Where people might argue that Football Manager 20 was the S version of 19. And we're getting the double S version. But maybe it could be the start of something where SI are buying time. They're putting out a game very similar to what we all experienced in FM20. And not only that. But a a game that. A game that, when the updates and patches come out, they could be a bit more incremental, it could be more significant, it could be larger. They could take, I suppose, a, you know, there could be much more developmental to the game. They could, they could shake the fabric of the game. But how they manage to fit that into a save file, I don't know, considering how the winter update can't be added to a save file because you're too already too long gone. 
So it'll be interesting to see how they could add in significant changes to the game, to the match engine, to whatever it is, new features during a time. Could it be that we're getting a double refined version of FM19? Yeah, it's very possible. Could it be that this game is very similar to um, what we could expect from just like an updated rosters, updated squads, updated competitions? Yes, it's very possible. But nonetheless, I don't think SI would sell us short. Adding Xbox, I think, is fantastic now that the Xbox One, the new Xbox series of consoles come with this kind of PC-based architecture. So now anyone with a console, I'd be very interested to see if anyone with the Xbox has a cross-safe feature that links up if they play on a Windows device because of the Xbox gaming setup that exists on Windows PCs natively now. That would be fantastic. I don't own an Xbox. I don't. The only console I own is a PlayStation 3 and a PS Vita. Consoles aren't exactly my forte. I've kind of moved away from that time in my life, which didn't last very long either. I was always dabbling in and out more. Once I found Championship Manager, I suppose it took me away. But I think now we're looking at a time where Football Manager could become a very incremental game. Significant changes could drop mid-season. Who knows? We'll have to wait for more information. But I suppose now about the time to get chatting about these mods. I was thinking a lot about the journey that FM20 has taken us on. When we finish with FM20, now we can officially say it will be the game we'll have interacted with and engaged with for about 13 months or so. October, it was October of last year we began our FM20 adventures. So to think now, playing a football manager version for 13 months is very interesting. And it's a journey that hasn't been very smooth. The match engine has had a lot of criticisms over the course of the year. Whether it's defending or attacking set pieces or other nitpicky things. There's been a lot of criticism from a lot of people about the match engine. It can be critical, of course. I'm not going to point fingers and say people are right or wrong for criticising. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. It's free and that's exactly the way I feel here. There was of course the issues that I suppose scuppered release day of FM20. People ended up doing random chores around the house. Just to try and pass the time that they had on this extra day off. When young players weren't very determined. It seems they'd... In FM20, we reached peak snowflake with our regen. Oh, 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 should not have said that. Scratch that. We've reached peak, we'd reached peak snowflake with our new gens. Let's just pretend that never happened. With their one determination. But in credit to SI, they got a patch out that evening. In credit to SI, they've worked hard on this year's game. And of course, COVID, the working from home, that would have changed the nature of how the game was played for all of us because any patches, any updates that we would have normally seen come out at a time when we were all locked down and kept away from each other. No collaboration became much more difficult, especially on a, 
in a programming sense, I suppose, a football manager. There's been significant challenges there that I suppose the game, many may look back with a, a sour taste. Many may look back with fond memories. And obviously, I think it depends on your save that you have, how you can kind of engage and interact with that. And how your save goes can really kind of influence your memories of a, of a football manager save. Mine didn't start well. I'm just going to be 100% honest. Mine didn't start well, and I didn't think much of football manager 20 at the start. But that's because I was not doing well with Velez. And when I got sacked and I got the rain job, and I came back to somewhere I knew and I was able to get things going again. Suddenly my love and fondness of the game grew to an extent that even during lockdown I saved, put the money aside, bought myself a gaming laptop and, you know, it's it's kept my love of the game going. But I suppose at the start of FM20, there was the earth-shaking moment when... All of the football manager sites who provide additional content for the games. The mods. When they were issued with copyright warning letters. When they were told to remove these packs that were available. These kit packs, face packs, logo packs, name fixes. All of this suddenly became an issue. And suddenly with Football Manager 20 questions began to be asked about you know the viability of modding the game in the long term and i suppose that's really where my thoughts are now and that's the inspiration for this podcast it is because the fact that as we look into fm21 we have to wonder although the fm editor we presume will arrive what is the future from modding the game what is the future of tweaking Football Manager into a presentable way for ourselves that goes beyond the vanilla out-of-the-box that we get from SI, from Sega? And I did begin this week, you know, just with a quick short poll, asking the community quite simply, do you mod the game? Do you download any additional content? And 86% of the community did say yes. My journey with mods for this game began in FM17 when the Gaffer Graymo I suppose name moved to Twitter came away from just being the save file the same save name that I've been using since I started back in the championship manager 0304 season where Gaffer Graymo became a thing back then and when I started sharing content with the community through my blogs through screenshots on Twitter whatever it was I was told by members of the community, get a real name fix, get the badges. And that was just to have the game a bit more presentable, I suppose, to have the game a bit more realistic. And I didn't know these existed at the time. And I suppose I was managing in the Bundesliga at the time, in FM17, an unlicensed league. And I was managing Gelsenkirchen, not Schalke. Well, the same club, but obviously the different name. So, of course, when it comes to Football Manager, there always has been, I suppose, this Pez, this pro-evo kind of aspect existing that has come from, I suppose, the fact that licensing the game is quite difficult. It's quite challenging. And obviously, with, with the legal proceedings and everything that have gone on, I don't want to get myself into too much trouble, but what I say 
So I'm going to try and err on the side of caution, but I will share my open and honest thoughts. I understand that SI are working on a budget way smaller than PES, and much smaller again than what EA work with FIFA. So it's a case of... you. So for anyone who says, oh, if Football Manager had FIFA level of graphics, this or, yeah, it would be fantastic. But you've got to remember the pulling ability and the power and the financial muscle EA can flex with FIFA. And it's great that Football Manager has clubs signing up to it. That in, you know, unlicensed leagues like the Premier League, for example, we can still get access to teams like Arsenal, like Everton who have signed up to Football Manager, I think Leicester have as well now, and to be able to use real names, to have the faces, have the kits, it's fantastic. It's real chalk and cheese situation here, the difference between looking at them and looking at now, as we know, the Zebra, the Juventus or no. So when I began, when I first saw this in these mods, it just makes the game a bit more realistic for me. It makes it a bit more aesthetic, makes more aesthetically pleasing, I suppose. It's a tough decision to make, and I'm not trying to disparage anything else I do. The logos, everything like that, they are doing their best. But of course, they are working within a lot of confinement and a lot of, you know, like, I suppose, like, you know, is challenges and issues that. You know, they just do not have the resources to accomplish as easy as it could be. Diving into the FM editor and just getting people to design the kits so that they work in both the, like in the 3D match engine. They appear on the club screens when you land there. And I know for many people out there in the community, they have plenty of thoughts on the game. And the mods they use. FM to heat you going as far as saying I've got a download that adds location level specific ad boards. No, I did not know that exists, but that is phenomenal. And I don't know why, but I love it. It's sort of sad seeing an ad for a local company. Or for example, a local coach company. But it really does something for the stadium look. And now that I'm playing with the 3D match engine, I totally know what you mean. I can just see it around the edges. It just has this extra edge just has this extra bit of realism and fm stag is agreed using ad boards pitch textures a full of various the crowd colors and of course the usual face pack logo packs kits trophies latest database transfer updates from uh, susie and some custom leagues i can add when needed and the real name fix obviously and of course we all know like that everybody plays football manager their own way in terms of the style but also in the presentability. And then like uh, Mitchell Scaravacci. I hope I said that right. Play completely vanilla. Do you suspend hours researching. And sorry searching for badges. Faces, kits and real names and skins. Before I even play a game. My gosh I used to have a different skin every week. But not anymore. Straight off the box and away I go. And you know I can completely understand that. Because I know myself. When I play football manager. On my iPad. If I play on my phone, I don't have access to Google Stadia, but if I did have access to Stadia, if I played it on a Switch, these versions of the games do not allow mods. They do not allow the additions, these downloadables, the DLCs, whatever it is you want to call them. These are not allowed. 
So but like most of us like Charlie Tango would go for kits, badges, faces and the editor in case I want to play and the skins. My most of us work with a manager in this way. There is people out there who only play the game vanilla. Who only play this game in the way SI, you know, can best present it, I suppose, each year. And really does, you know, it really could be a, a, a divisive issue this year. If because of the legal proceedings that SI have been served with, because of the community that's out there providing these copyright infringed add-ons, that FM21 could be a game that locks us out. That all of a sudden, that when we play, like it says, choose your colours. That's the tagline. Obviously, it's obviously been select your team, who are you going to go with? And maybe SI are now going to come in with the tools for us to create our own kits in-game. At a you know at a bit at a bit more of a level advanced level than I suppose the way you you can if you're going to say create a club or anything like that. But it would be very interesting to see what the community's reaction would be if we were suddenly locked out of the game and having the game in the way that we want the game to look, the game to be, and the game, you know, just to have it our way. I suppose there is a challenge that comes now that these things don't exist out there anymore. But there also has to be the understanding, I think, from the community and a lot of people out there who might be outraged and angered and that might get directed at me from what I'm about to say but by downloading you know these badges all of these things there was the copyright infringement that I suppose we might not have been aware of at the time but that people have gained access to using you know get using a badge that they're not licensed to use like SI use everything they're licensed to use that's why the deal with the Bundesliga was fantastic. But by adding down kit ba- kits and badges and all that stuff, suddenly we were going into copyright infringement, which is quite unusual and quite challenging. And of course, it has to be respected. And I suppose the reaction of FM Slovakia to these kit packs, I have to say, I've been blown away with. And it even inspired me over lockdown to experiment with something along the style that they've worked on so for anyone who may be unaware because of the copyright infringements fm slovakia um their page they create kit packs very ultra realistic kit packs kit packs that go into the game and they look exactly like the kits in real life however they've replaced the logo of the manufacturer with a generic kind of FM Slovakia one. And then not only that, they've also gone as far as even in the cases of not using a generic crest in the way football manager does, not using a copyright infringed crest, which could be accessed from Google Images, but, you know, a crest that has that Pez, I suppose, resemblance. The crest is quite accurate. And I downloaded them for the Bundesliga. Because I just wanted to see what they were like. And I have to say I'm really impressed. And it's something that I, I suppose. I will attempt to use in Football Manager 21. 
Now, the league I want to be playing in of Football Manager 21 has been licensed in FM for the past number of years. So when it comes to creating my own 2 and 3D kits, I know I'm going to have to navigate the territory very carefully because of upsetting the whole game files and so on and so forth. But adding in a custom kit from like for the subsequent seasons after the initial season, I think I'm going to experiment with a Gaffer Grimo brand. Gaffer Grimo designs. And so let's move away from the templates that could be easily downloaded. And if you want to create your own 2 or 3D kits in the for likes of Photoshop, I use Pixelmator on my MacBook. Because I got a free with a magazine one time. So I suppose we're all in an, in a position now where, you know, modding the game. It happens on PlayStation. It happens on Xbox. It happens with other PC games. People add in their own twists, like even Animal Crossing. I've seen people create kits in. Like I don't even have a Switch, but I've even I've thought, hey, that's actually pretty cool. In terms of kind of where, you know, what I think, Dan Gear, I suppose, I suppose I've answered your question. I suppose Dan, that would be interesting to hear your thoughts on the kit path, etc. Going forward, following the cease and desist by a Premier League club for using their stuff. Now, I'm not going to name the Premier League club because obviously it is a legal proceeding. But I thought it was quite unusual. I thought it was quite interesting to see that a Premier League club issued a cease and desist against SI. And, you know, obviously SI have to abide by that. But one of the most interesting things I've seen as well is that a certain Premier League club, as part of their case, you might remember this kind of going live, this kind of this news kind of around April, May, I think it was, that. They took a case against SI because SI used the team's name and they have an issue with that. But then that they use the team's name and don't use the team's logo. So it's quite a, an interesting case that SI could find themselves in that they use the name of the team, which is which they argue is against copyright, kind of copyright infringement. But then that not only do they use the name wrongly, but they don't even actually use the right crest. My fear for football manager is that it could potentially become a Pez-like game where we're playing with Merseyside Red, Merseyside Blue, London Old Boys, I think. Was that Chelsea? The name? I can't remember. But my fear is that we could go back full circle to the championship manager Italia days where all of a sudden we're quite confined to the leagues that are actually playable because of the licensing. Or in a PES sense, that we're suddenly allowed to use the right team names. We are already seeing that in Brazil. Japan's not in the game. The ex exclusivity deal signed between, I know Juventus, I think Inter Milan now as well, with Konami means that you know we might actually be able to use these teams and for me will it take from football manager of course it will my experiences with using the mods my experience with using these packs that were available it added an ultra realistic ver ultra realistic look to the game that I suppose SI couldn't provide. 
And I think as a community, the time has come. It potentially will come. Where we respect the boundaries that we are going to be confined to. Any anger or frustration, we don't direct that towards Miles and Sport Interactive from the Football Manager accounts on Twitter and social media. They create the game. They want the game to be the best version of the game they can every year. And if, for legal reasons, that means the use of add-ons in the game is no longer available, then we as a community, we can voice our displeasure in a respectful way. But nonetheless, we have to understand the position they have been put in as we now live in a world where clubs become brands and they want to protect the image rights they have in every way possible to prevent unauthorised usage and to ensure that if they're image or likeness is used in any way it is used correctly and with their permission and if not then it doesn't get used and I think it could also be something that brings a phenomenal response in the community if we want to be respectful and compromise FM Slovakia's kit packs which comply I think could be the future of the game if kit packs and that become with actual logos become a challenge to provide because of these legal reasons. We as a community have a responsibility. And that responsibility is to play the game we love to share our wins and our losses, to enjoy the journeys we can go on with each other, but as well, I suppose, at a fundamental level, respect those people who give us this opportunity. Respect the organisation who create a game that's possibly the best best value for money of any game out there. How many games could you really spend a thousand hours on for less than forty pounds? If that's what the price is, that you know, through all these two game keys or whether it's straight from Steam or whatever. It was free on Epic this week. It's just phenomenal. We love the game. We've been very creative on how we've been able to manipulate the game to suit us through these mods as a community. But I suppose now the time has come where as the world becomes more individual and more self-aware we have to live and respect the boundaries. Push them of course to the limit. But understand there are lines that shouldn't be crossed that can't be crossed. And as a community not to cross them. 
So although I'm not endorsing anyone to, you know, infringe on copyright in any way, I know YouTubers often find this quite tricky as well. But just to be aware that as a community, this could be the start of something new, something fresh. And all of a sudden, if we can't represent brands that are out there already, well, why not create a brand yourself like FM Slovakia's kits? Like potential logo-y kits that I could make myself with Gaffer Graymo logo as the manufacturer. It might not be realistic. It might not be what you want. You might not want to put the time and effort in. But just embrace FM21 for what it can be. When it arrives, embrace it for what it is. Don't look back at FM20 and previous. With all the glorious mods that you may have been able to make that you can't make any longer. But look back and say, granted those were the days of the Wild West in the, in the community. But now, we're living in a new age, a more refined age. Maybe it's time we embrace change for what it is, as difficult as it may be. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a positive review. Share on your socials, I'd greatly appreciate all the interactions. are a vital part of the podcast, and by you sharing it, getting involved, means that I suppose the content becomes a little bit more varied. Links to my blog and all the socials be found in the episode notes down below. The music for this podcast comes from Pond5. If you are looking for royalty-free music or images, Pond5 is where I got the music for this, so the tunes are pretty good. If you're looking to start a YouTube series ahead of FM21, maybe, or a Twitch stream, I don't know. Even a rival podcast, go ahead. You can't do a worse job than I am. As FM21 looms, enjoy the final days of FM20. Take a bit of time and research where you might go. Share your stories using the hashtag Weird Community. And let's see where we can go. But until next time, until next week, I've been Gaffer Graham. Thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you again soon. Bye now.